everything's working. Uh, the only thing I have to do is uh, I have to uh, put the cable, the, the low voltage line in, into something because I'm running it through the garage, but I'll get that done. That's not a big deal. Low voltage, you don't have to do that, but, you know, make it look nice. Well, I don't have one of those uh, ring things, so, you know, tell me if you like it. Well, I had the uh, the Google Nest, and I didn't like that one. And so uh, that was about 100 bucks plus. And then, um, so I ordered the Ring Pro 2, which is twice the money, but it's, it's you know, 100 times better than that Google uh, Nest. Uh, the, the, the video, the camera on it is, is, is spectacular, and uh, they're all easy to hook up if you already have a doorbell and, and you know how to twist two wires together, you can do it. But uh, then you got to download the app and, and fiddle fart around with that. But it's not that hard. You can do it or hire somebody. <laughs> there you go. Now you're talking my language. There you, go. there you go. All right. Now we have 43 people at least in 15 states have been infected with salmonella typhus. And that's the, uh, you know, salmonella causes the diarrhea syndrome. And uh, you can have systemic symptoms, too. Most people get over it, but uh, some people get really sick. And in the old days, before we had fluid resuscitation and, and uh, antibiotics, it had about a 10 to 20% mortality rate. And so it was uh, a, a significant disease at, at one point. And uh, when I was a kid, when we were swimming in the Ohio River before they separated the the uh, sewage and uh the rainwater out from each other, you know, the sewage was just dumped into the river. And so we'd go down to the river and swim and our parents uh, to protect us would give us a, a typhoid uh, vaccination, which was under the skin subcutaneous in your forearm. And uh, you'd get a big red welt there for a few days. And then we could jump in the Ohio river and swim with all the little germs. <laughs> <laughs> What's causing this outbreak? Do they know? Yeah, it, it's coming from uh, whole cantaloupes and cut cantaloupes, and the brands that are involved are the uh, Malachita and uh, also the, uh, there's another brand here, let me get this pulled over here, and the Vineyard brands, and uh, there are some, some brands that were sold by, all, by Aldi, 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 how do you pronounce Aldi. that? Aldi. Aldi, Aldi, yeah. Whole cantaloupe and pre-cut cantaloupe products with uh, best dates between October 27th and 31st. So uh, if you've been hanging out at, at the Aldi, you might want to <laughs> chuck those, <laughs> those cantaloupes. So at, at any rate, this is an interesting disease. And, and uh, it was actually uh, discovered back in the late 19th, early 20th century. And the story here is that uh, there was a woman named Mary Mellon, and she uh, she was an immigrant from from uh, Ireland, and she actually was the first person that they documented as being uh, an, a carrier of the uh, bacteria without uh, actually succumbing to the disease. So she she had a mild case, got over it, but she never was able to clear the bacteria out of her system. Most of us do, so she probably had some immune defect, and so she was a cook. And she was cooking for people up in the New York area, and and she was uh, also pooping and and excreting her little bits of bacteria <laughs> and getting it on her hands and in the food. 
and uh, there was an investigator who did finally figure out that this was not coming from freshwater or saltwater clams or uh, any other source like that. It was coming from human to human, and he actually tracked her down. She tried to get away, and he tracked her down in New York City, and they locked her up for the last 20 or 30 years of her life. Oh, my goodness. Uh, because she she was in quarantine because she was um, uh, excreting this this germ all over the place and causing uh, a lot of public health problems. So, I didn't think it was that uh, con- contagious that you could spread it that quickly or that easily. Oh yeah, it's a fecal oral fecal, so you know it's in the poop, and uh, if you get it in the food chain, then then you're you're uh, you're going to have problems. If you're cooking and you have it on your hands, you don't wash your hands. And this is probably what's happening with uh, with this infection here, that uh, there are some workers who were picking or processing the, uh, the cantaloupes, probably the processing stage of it, and uh, they, they didn't practice good hygiene. Uh, who knows? It probably came from Mexico. Mm. So, Yeah, you think they'd be wearing gloves or something, yeah. Yeah, you would think so. Uh, the The problem is that uh, uh, you don't always have that that control, and especially in second or third world countries like Mexico, and uh, you know people who work on farms, migrant laborers. I mean, I'm not sure anybody's sitting out there and watching them, making sure they're using uh, you know Purell or some kind of hand <laughs> cleanser. Probably not. <laughs> it's you know it's a it's a business and um, you got big fields full of of produce and you got people picking and and working and scratching their butts and god knows what else so maybe they could throw them through uh, pass them through some ultraviolet light or something and kill some of that stuff okay (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah you could we could do that uh that costs them a lot of money though yeah, it it would, and you know, I think that that's another reason why we have the uh, the extensive healthcare system and public health that we have. And and although people complain about it, especially with this pandemic that we just got through, or not actually completely through it, because I'm seeing more and more cases of COVID every every week. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> But with the Paxlovid, uh, it, it's easy. It's manageable to treat now. now. Yeah. Oh, it's easy to treat now with the Paxlovid, uh, and there's there are some people who don't get over it with just one round of Paxlovid. Uh, and actually, some of my patients said, "Well, I didn't know there was Paxlovid out there." And I'm like, "Don't you listen to my show?" Well, no, not all the time. I said, "Well, then there you go. If you don't listen to the show, then you just won't know." Oh but yeah, we've been you... talking about that for a year at least, I would think. Oh yeah, year and a half. Yeah. So at any rate, people say, well, you know, I had this diarrhea syndrome and nausea and vomiting. Now I'm all dehydrated, so I've been drinking water. No, don't do that. You'll get water intoxication. So what you need to do uh, is to make an electrolyte solution. And uh, you can do this by taking a liter, uh, which is about two pints of water, uh, put a level teaspoon of salt into the water, and three heaping teaspoons of sugar into the water and shake it up and dissolve it really well. And uh, that's that's an electrolyte solution that uh, 
kind of mimics your own your own blood uh, electrolyte solution. So, so it's you, homemade Gatorade. It's well, Gatorade doesn't have that much salt in it. Gatorade is only a quarter normal saline. Normal saline is about what you have in your the the concentration of salt to water in your in your bloodstream. So this is a higher uh, amount of uh, salt, and that gives you something similar to your own electrolyte balance and your own sugar balance in your bloodstream. I'll keep that in mind. Good tip. Yeah, and uh, you can give that to kids too. And that's in the third world. That's uh, that's that's what people were taught to do because they didn't have um, the the facilities that we have. They couldn't give their kids uh, normal saline. Normal saline doesn't exist in a lot of sub-Saharan Africa out in the rural areas. So, so it's a level teaspoon of salt and then three heaping teaspoons of sugar, correct? You got it, buddy boy. Mixed up nicely. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I like that. Now, we do have some other... Uh, diseases to talk about if you want to stay on on medicine for another minute or two whatever you want to do well if you find it interesting i always find a, what you say interesting get out of town no you really say, you're a fascinating guy <laughs> so i had a patient a canadian of course uh, come in and uh she had uh some kind of lung infection and was low on oxygen and not doing well. And we talked her into going into the hospital because her chest x-ray showed a lot of lymph nodes uh, around the middle of her chest, what we call the, the hyalur region. The hilum is the, uh, is the area where all the great vessels take off from the heart and go out to the lungs. And uh, you've also got uh, your thymus down there, which is part of your immune system. And so you got a whole bunch of lymph nodes there, which generally don't show up unless you're sick or you've had some disease that causes them to pop up and uh, they've they've gotten scarred down over the years. So she looked pretty active. So we admitted her and uh, indeed her oxygen level was low. So we gave her oxygen. Uh, she also had influenza A and B. So we started her on the Tamiflu. And um, I also put her on doxycycline, which is an antibiotic that treats um, most strep infections and a lot of atypical infections that get some gram negatives. It'll also get uh, Legionnaire's disease. Checked her for Legionnaire's because it's such a, uh, a nasty, nasty bug, and you, you lose people quickly with that. So she did better, but the CAT scan showed that she had uh, emphysema, COPD. Uh, because she had been a smoker, but also bronchiectasis, which is uh, an inflammatory response at the end of your little bronchial tubes. And uh, uh, it it went along with infection. And then, of course, she had all these lymph nodes in the hilum. And so we thought, is this cancer? And the radiologist and I looked at it and we said, well, you know, it's probably infectious or inflammatory. And so I was curious, well, what could cause this besides an infection and what kind of infection? Well, so I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so being the smart boy that I am. So sarcoidosis is, uh, we don't know exactly what causes that, but it, it's it's kind of like uh, a slow tuberculosis of the lungs. It can also get into your joints. It can affect your heart. It can infect, it, it can affect, affect your your system in many, many ways. 
Uh, I don't think she has that because she really doesn't have the, the symptomatology that I would expect. Then other infections like tuberculosis, fungal infections, mycoplasma, which is an atypical bacteria that the doxycycline will cover, can cause that. And you see a you see kind of like a butterfly infiltrate in the lungs coming out coming out from the hilum, and uh, so you know I covered that I got that covered. And there's also a disease called Whipple's disease, which is a little bacteria that can in, infect your intestines. It can interfere with uh, your lipid uh, uptake and distribution. And in a few people, the the bacteria actually gets out of the bowel and into the heart, the brain. It can cause uh, all kinds of problems, including dementia and death and endocarditis. It's the most common cause of culture negative. That means when you take blood cultures and you don't grow anything, uh, that's culture negative endocarditis, which is an infection inside the heart. And we can see that on ultrasound. Other things that can show up with uh, lymph nodes are cancers like lymphoma, uh, lung cancer, and uh, tumors in the mediastinum, which is the center of the chest. Uh, then you can get it with, with dust uh, damage to your lungs like silicosis, which is people who are sandblasting silicone, and borreliosis, which is uh, uh, something you get from other uh, industrial positions. There's farmer's lung, which is uh, an inflammatory response to a mold in the hay. And then there's some a few other diseases like HIV, AIDS. Uh, you can have an allergic alveolitis, which is uh, an allergic inflammation in the chest. And uh, you can also have eosinophilic granulomatosis, which is uh, an interesting disease. It, eosinophils are the are the white blood cells that are involved in our allergic response, and this is sort of like a, a, a mild uh, uh, mild leukemia that only involves the eosinophils, and uh, so you can get that, and that's easily treated. Most of these things are treatable now. So uh, Whipple's disease, uh, all these things, the things that are hard to treat are the things that are industrial cause like silicosis and borreliosis. Those are tough. Those are tough. Um, and a lot of that's just symptomatic. But that's the way it goes. That Whipple disease, it'll make you squeeze a Sherman. <laughs> remember <laughs> Mr. Whipple? Mr. Whipple. Remember those please. commercials? Oh, yeah. Please don't squeeze a Sherman. <laughs> yeah. So this is a cool viral video. Uh, this woman had a Stanley thermos, you know, one of those screw top jobs that you can put in your cup holder in your car. Sure. And she had it in her car and her car caught on fire and burnt up. But guess what? The Stanley tumbler survived the fire. And so <laughs> she, she pulled it out and she was doing a, a video of it and she even shook it and the ice was still in there. <laughs> Well, there's a there's a testimonial for your product. The best part of it is Stanley, one of the uh, executives at Stanley saw it, and uh, they sent her a thank you letter, and they also said, by the way, we're going to replace your car for you. Wow, there you go. For, for being such a good advertisement for our, <laughs> our Tumblr. They know what they're doing there at Stanley. They, uh, listen, those people are smart. Yeah, that's worth a million dollars in free publicity, what they just did. Oh, yeah. You know, you can buy a $20,000, $30,000 car, and it's, it's 
and it's not even a penny out of the pocket. Yeah, that kind of thing just spreads on Facebook so fast. Unbelievable. By the way, in the background there, Ken, I don't know if you see it, but you see that? What is that? Yeah, uh, that looks like a uh, some sort of ride. It is. It is the largest Ferris wheel in the world, and that's in Singapore. And those cars are huge. I mean, you could drive a truck in there. Look at the size. Well, that's got to be at least a school bus size. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's really amazing, and uh, it's it's uh, this. You see those the big uh, see the big arm arms over there. Hmm. I guess over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not even it's it's not on a, a traditional wheel that that has uh, axles on it. I mean, this is this is all hyper mechanical and these huge uh, posts that uh, have hydraulics in them and everything. It's pretty neat, and it's about sixty five, seventy stories high at the top. Wow! So you're up there. It's pretty cool. We really enjoyed that. Have any photos was- from the from the top? Did you take some photos up on the top? Yeah, I'll put one on after the break and and show you what we what we saw. Pretty cool. It was, yeah, oh, it's really neat. It's really neat. Singapore is a neat city. It's just too bad it's so damn hot. <laughs> you I'm should be used you. to it. You're from Tampa. Come on. Yeah, but not all year round. I can't take the summers here much longer. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I just want to stay indoors from from sun up to sundown uh, during the summertime. Want to move up to Chicago? It's a little better up there in the summer. Winters are kind of tough, but nah, I don't want. It'll be a nice change for you. All those Democrats. <laughs> that would that would drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love Chicago. We love Chicago. Beautiful We've been there town. Time. It's a great town. It's just too bad that uh, the Democrats are destroying it. And you know, it used to be all South Chicago, and now it's coming up into the Miracle Mile. It's a, it's a mess. I'm telling you. Oh, I know. Yeah, you, you. Ten years ago, you never saw anything violent happening downtown. No, never. And there were cops everywhere. Yeah, not anymore. Oh, nope, those days are gone. Uh, but I see where they cleaned up San Francisco. And uh, Gavin Newsom said, when they said, "Well, you're just doing it because you're having all these world leaders here for the G9 or whatever it was," and he said, "Yeah, that's right. You know, when you're having company over, you clean the house up." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought that was a pretty good answer. But, yeah, but uh, everybody lives there. Don't worry about it. It'll be, you know, yeah, just the way it is. We'll let, it, we'll let them all back out. Yeah, once that's every, right. You know, you can have your streets back. but uh, <laughs> And, you know, they're saying, oh, we can't clean everything up. We don't have anywhere for these people. All of a sudden, they find somewhere for these people to go. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> well, now Netanyahu has a big problem with his uh, party or his uh what do you call their their Senate and House? Uh, I the forget Likud or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Likud or something. So the, the right wing, which are uh, nationalist and religious zealots, uh, you know, real, uh, real conservative Jews, uh, they're all upset because they're demanding that there be no concessions to the to the Palestinians, to Hamas, until they get the uh, get all the uh, uh, prisoners back, and so he's he's got a big split there, and uh, it's going to be a big fight for him to try to hang on to uh, to power. I would think that during a, a war they won't want to change, but you never know. And uh, they're always he's always trying to hang out of power there. Well, this is his third time in. 
he was in in the 90s. Then he was in, what, uh, from 2009 to 2020 or 21. And then, and then he got back in, what, last year? Yeah. So uh, he's the longest-serving prime minister of Israel. And uh, he, really, you got to admire the guy. I mean, you may not like him, but uh, – and they've even gone after him criminally like they did, have done to Trump, and they couldn't pin anything on him. And he survived all of this. It's pretty amazing. Well, you know, I, I trust him to do what's right there. Well, I think that that uh, you know, I, I see what what the what the conservatives are saying, and and in I guess in theory I agree with that, but the practicality of it is that there may be something more going on. So you know, the Israelis may have secured all the tunnels in the northern part of the uh, of the Gaza Strip, and now that they have them secured. And they can monitor the the actions and movements of Hamas and Hezbollah, which apparently they're doing. Uh, they they might say, well, we could probably take a break here, and we can see how they move around and get a little bit more intel. Now, the, the United States is trying to broker a deal of a five day ceasefire, uh, but Hamas has to agree to let go so many people, and so Hamas said, well, yeah, we'll let go fifty. Of the hostages, and we'll do it in you know like five or ten a day. So that seems to be uh, almost a done deal, but uh, I don't know how that will shake out with the conservatives and and the uh, and the uh, government and and Israel. We'll see what happens. Now I I kind of lost track there. Did we ever get that aid package for Israel passed, and is it on the way? Kind of thing. My understanding is that the House did pass something, but uh, I don't know if the Senate has uh, has topped it off yet or not. Yeah. The House, the House has passed everything that the Republicans in the House have brought up. Did you know that, including uh, the uh, stopgap measures to keep the government from shutting down? They funded the government, uh, and of course, the the conservative Republicans are upset because uh, our new Speaker pulled in Democrats to help pass this thing. And as he said, he said, look, I agree with you that this is not a good spending bill, but if we don't do something, we're not going to win more seats. And we've only got a majority of three. And I mean, that's pretty squeaky. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I think he's got the right idea. Uh, sometimes you got to make a deal with the devil to, uh, to uh, get to heaven, you know? Well, you and, know, um, Cooperation between both parties has been the way it's done for most of the uh, history of this country. Rarely do you have enough power to get your way all the time. Well, I think that uh, Andy Jackson and FDR would, uh, well, especially Andy Jackson, FDR probably had more trouble uh, later in the New Deal getting things through because nothing worked except for the only thing that survived the New Deal was Social Security. Did you know that? That's the only program that survived the New Deal. I didn't know that. Yep. So, but uh, Andy Jackson, I mean, he he was a powerhouse when uh, when the Congress passed uh, uh, an import tax, and the Southerners were all upset because there would be a retaliatory tax on on cotton and tobacco that they sold in in the European and in uh, Mid Eastern markets. Uh, he actually went to Congress. And he 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 uh, jawboned them 
into reducing it because the Southerners were ready to, they were ready to uh, leave the Union at that point. Might have been a different story if they had, but they waited another, what, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And during that time, the uh, the trains came in and the the technology increased tremendously and the North uh, had built up quite a um, uh, industrial complex and the South had not, it had remained um, basically an agrarian economy. And although it brought in most of the foreign capital for the United States, uh, it was not a good recipe for uh, laying the groundwork for a revolt and to break away from uh, a much more powerful uh, part of the country. And it didn't work, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, and at the end of the war, Lee and Johnston both said, you know, this is not we're not getting anywhere. We, we we cannot win this war. The attrition would be too much. And most of the Southern soldiers did not want to quit fighting. Did you know that? I, had, not, I didn't know that. I, th- I would think yeah. by then they were pretty much through with it. They they were ready to march barefoot into hell following those guys. And when they marched into Gettysburg, you know, one of the big things in Gettysburg that attracted uh, Lee and his army to Gettysburg was they had a shoe factory there. And a lot of the Southern boys didn't have shoes. They did not have shoes. So they were able to uh, get a few thousand pairs of shoes for some of these guys. And uh, that was a big deal. And that's one one of the reasons that they marched through Gettysburg and, and decided to take on the Northerners there. A bad idea, though. The art of war says, don't do that. Mm. But Footlocker <laughs> says, come on by. Footlocker said, come on in. And uh, what's his name? Sun Chi or Sun Chu or whatever his name was. He said, nope, that's not a good idea. You know what is a good idea? Drinking coffee what? in a Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mug. Yahoo. That's that, true. Baby. That is a great idea, especially on a sunny Sunday morning. Absolutely. So why don't you ask a question? I will. We have two Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs at 877-969-8600 for the first person who correctly answers this question. It always deals with something we talked about in the first half of the show. So if you tuned in early, you'll have the answer. What is what well, the, the doc gave us a what I call a homemade Gatorade recipe this morning. What is that recipe? It consists of one part salt and three parts of something else. What is that something else? Let's make it a little easier. One part salt, three parts of something else. What is he something else? You just got to tell me what it is, and uh, you will be the winner if you're the first caller at 877-969-8600. That's 877-969-8600. Ain't that right, doctor? You got it, baby. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill. I'm at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Give us a call. Come join the practice. We'll be right back. You bet. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Argentines voting today in a presidential runoff pitting the candidate of the ruling Peronist Party against a populist anti-establishment candidate whose election could swing the country to the right amidst widespread discontent over soaring inflation and other economic privations in the country. Officials trying to save 41 workers trapped in a collapsed tunnel in northern India today. Eight days they've been in there. 
They're contemplating alternative rescue plans after snags with a drilling machine caused them to halt digging. A new machine arrived at the accident site in Ukarhand yesterday to replace the one that was damaged while breaking through the rocks and debris. They had been using the drill to create a space wide enough for pipes through which the trapped workers might be able to crawl. The authorities say it's unclear if they're going to succeed. This is SRN News. AM860, the answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ Dunedin. By downloading the Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical. Located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical, home of Can Care Clinic, offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727 384 6411 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour, only on AM860, The Answer. Mostly sunny today and pleasant, quiet weather for early holiday traveling, high 81, mainly clear tonight, low 63. Lots of sunshine tomorrow with a high of 83, mainly clear tomorrow night, low 68. Tuesday, a bit of sun, high 82. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a spotty thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 77. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Cheryl Golden for AM860, The Answer. And I'm back. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD, and uh, with Ken's uh, little boost there during the show, first half of the show, I put up a picture we took from, let me get out of the way here, from up in the uh, highest Ferris, biggest Ferris wheel. Wow. That is impressive. <laughs> yeah, that that's the light tree. Uh, I forget what they call it. Uh, they are a garden. They call it the Rhapsody Garden, I believe, and... Those things are a couple hundred feet tall. What are they, though? Are they just posts or what? They are metal uh, structures that 
have kind of like a tree shape to them. Uh, next week, I'll put on one that we took a picture of during the day. They're big, baby. They're big. And you can walk around in there. That's a park. And at night, it's all lit up. And if you ever saw the movie uh, Crazy Rich Asians. I don't think they, I have. They shot a lot of it in Singapore. And it's about, it's a funny movie. It's cute. Uh, it's about uh, a guy from Singapore who comes from a very, very, very wealthy family uh, that had been there for several generations. And uh, he falls in love with an American girl who is uh, a PhD, but she's not wealthy. And she's, and so he brings her home to meet mom and the family. And of course, the women just, you know, piled up on her and, and bad mouthed her and trashed her. And, and she finally, uh, got her gumption up and stood up to the old gal and then was accepted into the family. But it, it's really cute. It's really funny. There's a, a lot. It's a love story and it's also a comedy and, uh, and a lot of it shot in, in Singapore. So it'd be a good movie if you'd like to see a little bit, of, a little bit more of Singapore. What's it called again? Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Yep. I don't think that Alex Vandenberg is a crazy rich Asian, but he does listen to the show very closely. He knew that sugar was the correct answer to today's trivia question. You know why? <laughs> why? Because he's a really sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, Alex. We appreciate you, buddy, and we love you. And it's always good to have people call in and let me know that I'm not here just with Ken. You're not I mean, talking to yourself? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not not that there's anything wrong with Ken, but I'd, I'd like a little bit more. <laughs> All right, Alex Vandenberg, congratulations. You're going to get those two Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs in the mail. And uh, Alex lives in Treasure Island, and thanks to everybody who tried to call in. We had a lot of phone calls for this one. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Love and by you. the way, the recipe is for your own homemade Gatorade. That's a, a level teaspoon of salt and three heaping teaspoons of sugar. Mix it all up real good. And a liter of water. A liter of water. Okay. liter of water. Right. And, you don't want to uh, put all that in a cup of... <laughs> in a no, cup that'd of, be a little bit too much. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a, a liter is about two pints. It's about a quart. Mm-hmm. Quart's a, maybe a little less than a liter, but... You can get a liter bottle. You can just go to the store and buy a liter of, of uh, soda pop, pour that out, and mix it up. Don't forget your funnel. Yeah, right, oh, exactly. Oh, by the way, put the dry stuff in first. If you, <laughs> if you works pour better that way, yeah. And the funnel is, is all wet. It ain't going to work, guys. <laughs> all right, so a safety tip there from the doc. So the uh, this landlord up in Brooklyn, uh, his name is... Rafakul Islam, I guess he's a Muslim, he had some uh, people that he was renting to, and they quit paying their rent, and they wouldn't move out. So he set the place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're gone now, huh? Yeah, but he's in jail. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, he did what he felt he had to do to protect his property. Uh, I, I think I probably would have taken a little different approach, but, you know, the, the Muslims can be fairly extreme, as we have seen recently. And uh, I'm, I'm sure with that last name, he's a Muslim. No, I, I would think you're right, yeah. I would think so. <laughs> yeah. If I can't have it, nobody can. So I'll just burn it to the ground. Yeah, just burn it to the ground. And, you know, if, if, if we can't have Israel, then we'll just kill them all and burn the whole place That's down. Right, yeah. That'll show them. <laughs> What's we go- can still live in poverty. <laughs> What's going on? This, this, the Israeli Hamas thing has just pushed um, 
Ukraine and Russia right off the media map. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Well, the Ukrainians are still holding their own, but they're they're asking for more support from us. And I think that uh, that uh, we're quietly sending some over so as to not to get the the Congress all messed up and upset. And, you know, the president does have discretionary funds. You know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he can he can kind of do what he wants with that money. And I'm sure that we're doing some backdoor deals, too, you know, like we'll help Italy if they'll send some. Uh, munitions over to the Ukraine and we'll replenish what you need. Yeah. Yeah. The Europeans apparently are still helping them out, but the Ukrainians want to stay on the, uh, on the front page and I don't blame them. Uh, They need to, they need to stay in the public eye and we need to help them out. Uh, And I don't care what anybody says left or right. Now the, the left is uh, for helping the Ukrainians out. But the, the the Democrats have hated the the Russians for eons now. The Republicans usually got along with the Russians. You know, Seward was a Republican and he bought Alaska. So, um, and Nixon made nice with the Russians for the most part. Nixon made nice. I mean, Trump tried to uh, have some inroads there, but the Democrats they just want to fight them, hmm. which I'm not opposed to. But if you're going to fight them. Just do it. But like I said to one of my Polish patients, I said, I just kill all the Russians. He said, you can't do it. I said, why not? He said, there's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> we thought about it. We can't get it done. Yeah, yeah, we do. You know, the, <laughs> the Poles are like, damn, we just can't get rid of these people. <laughs> yeah, they're in a bad spot between Germany and Russia there. Oh, they are. They are. They're in a bad spot there. And the Germans, the Teutons and the Slovaks have been fighting over who's going to control Europe for centuries now. And uh, there's not really been a decisive battle yet. No wonder they came over here in the 20s and 30s. Yep. Get the puck out of Dodge. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So this is an interesting thing. And I I just came across this. uh, Crime spikes when daylight saving time ends. A study finds. Did you know that? I did not know that. No, that's weird. I wonder why. And uh, this is off of Fox News. Uh, many Americans are griping about the the daylight savings time, and of course, we don't blame them. It it is a pain, but uh, you know, it interrupts our sleep patterns and gets us all out of out of whack. But it gets dark earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. And most of the crime occurs. When it's when it, you know most of the thefts occur when it's dark, so we have more more cover for the. Uh... Yeah, you got more cover, and uh, <laughs> that's one of, one of the reasons I put in my Ring Pro, so I can see who's coming up trying to steal my electric car. Which, of course, you can't do without the fob. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't start it, but. <laughs> wow. And and you know Vivint V I V I N T the. Uh, I've heard the, of it. The security and cameras and all that, they, they they sell a camera and a front door doorbell camera and all that. They did all these studies, and it's pretty impressive. I didn't realize how much it jumped. Uh, well, the time change has a weird effect on people. Don't we have, like, more heart attacks on the day after or the first day of a time change? Probably. I'm not, you know, you're, you're probably more up on that than I am. But uh, I would say that yeah, that 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 is a, a a real a real probability because it's a stressful situation for right. people. Yeah. So let's not do that anymore. 
Yeah. Let's, well, they're, you know, Congress has been fighting over this for a while. I don't know who's against it, but somebody powerful. Because they stop the it every farmers. time. Farmers. The farm, aren't they the ones that, that like this the most? Because they can get out and do their crops earlier and all that. Well, I guess they um, can plow a little later into the um, nighttime if they had to. But all that's custom. All that is computerized now. It's all GPS now. They don't, you don't find a lot of farmers sitting on the plow anymore. It's it's um, it's all we use every inch of this field, and we're going to do it by GPS exact plowing. So doesn't make and any they, difference what time you're doing it. And they sit in their cabs and uh, watch you know, the ball can, game. They can watch a ball game, and it's air conditioned, and uh, they just make sure everything's running smoothly. And if uh, you know if near a corn gets jammed up the thing, then they can stop and get out and pull it out or whatever you do with an. Yeah, corn. so it's not really critical to them anymore. I don't think they have a lot of daylight after say six o'clock. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're probably right, but uh, I used to know a lot of farmers. So. And then how how were they doing? Uh, always complaining. It's either too dry. Too wet, too hot, or too cold. <laughs> so they're always in trouble. Always in trouble. Right. Had one farmer told me the one day, <laughs> I was sitting at a bar. This was when I was like in my 20s, early 20s. And I'm sitting there just talking to this guy. And he was he a was farmer. And he's complaining about it. He said, yeah, I may have to sell my plane. I said, well, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. You know, I don't have a plane. I barely have a car or an apartment. But... <laughs> complaining to me about selling your plane is not going to get any sympathy from me. <laughs> at least no. not at that age. No, not at that age. Well, we need the farmers and we need the oh, yeah. food. And uh, we're, we're, we're that source so many things, but still we're, we're uh, one of the big producers of uh, food for the world. Although the Chinese and Indians, we've taught them how to grow their own. And now they're, they're self-sufficient for the most part. But we still sell them almonds. They like our almonds. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know our almonds were that good. Yeah, well, yeah, we produce more almonds than anybody in the world. Didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, it's not a, I mean, it's not a huge industry. You know, it's an eight or ten billion dollar industry, but still, it's it's a little cash coming in, and we we export more almonds than the next five countries put together. Wow. I'm getting myself yep. an almond tree. It is a tree, right? Yeah, it's a tree. And did you know the cashews? Do you know what they are? They're they're the nut inside of the flower of the cashew tree. And the reason cashews are so expensive is because you have to uh, peel them out by hand, and then they've got a an inner coating around them. You know how peanuts have that that skin? Yeah. Um, well, they have a skin that's very adherent, and you have to do it by hand. So that's why they're so expensive, and they're mostly grown in Southeast Asia. Well, they've got the people there to do it. So, yeah, they got a bunch of people, the little nut pickers. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you did you see where the freeway out in uh, Central Los Angeles I ten was down for a while because yeah, of had a freeway fire. burned down, yeah, or something, yeah, something. burned the whole thing down. Remember when we had uh, the overpass down by the by the Tropicana field uh, caught on fire and melted the whole thing. The concrete cracked, the metal, and the whole thing was shut down for several months while they repaired it. That must have been before I got down here, but I, how does a 
It was, did the truck blow up underneath it or something? What was what caused the fire? The truck on top of it, uh, I think it was the tanker truck, had some kind of volatile in it, and it, it exploded on top of it, and all that stuff poured out. And, of course, the concrete can't withstand that kind of heat. Yeah. And then once it got through the concrete, the metal started to bend. Rebar is gone. <laughs> That's all L.A. needs is one freeway out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. That was really something. Now, let's see what else have we got here. So now the stock market, all the pundits that were saying we were going to have a, a recession, now they're saying, oh, we're going to have a soft landing now. And did you see where the market jumped this week? I did, yeah, like a lot, like about a 500 lot. points, yeah. So guess what? Now the, the mantra is buy more stocks. <laughs> And some people saying, well, it might be a little bit early in there. No, buy now while it's cheap because it's only going to go higher. So uh, if you're thinking about getting into the stock market or going back in or whatever, make sure you pick some winners. Don't don't go with the, the risky stuff. Yeah, just buy Apple and Google. Well, and uh, uh, NVIDIA and uh Abvay and you know pharmaceuticals, good pharmaceutical companies. Uh, there's a whole bunch of good stocks out there that you can buy. So. IBM is probably still a pretty safe buy. There's just it's so diluted. There's so much out of there. You don't see what much movement. It? IBM. Oh, they haven't done anything for years. Their stock's been kind of creeping. I mean, they they've grown obviously, but mm-hmm. but are they paying a dividend? They must be because it's 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 not a growth stock anymore. No, not a, not a, no. Close, but the safe stock. It it's it should be. I mean, you know, they're they're pretty well established, but so is Microsoft. Yeah, and a lot of the pharmaceuticals are paying three, four, five percent dividends a year. Ooh, well, that's where you want to be. Yeah, and so you you get that and put that in your portfolio. Listen, I'm sounding like that guy that has the show before me. But <laughs> I think I think all they're doing is 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 annuities. <laughs> I can't figure out what they do. They never really tell you. <laughs> Well, let's stay to medicine. We'll stick with medicine then, I guess. We'll stick with medicine. So, uh, at any rate, Trump uh, won another court battle out in Colorado. People are trying to get him kicked off of the ballot out there. Judge said, no, you can't do that. So, they're going to appeal it and take it to a higher level. And I think he's won in in Michigan and Wisconsin, and he's won several legal battles uh, to stay on the ballot. So That's all going to come back at him again, I think. Because I, no. what, it, was, as, it was interesting what the judge said. He said he, he, he's dismissing it because he's not really the Republican candidate for president. Yeah. He, he has to get through the primaries. So once he gets through the primaries, the judge kind of said, do it again. In fact, he said you can reapply once the primaries are over. And then if he is a Republican candidate for, for president, then we'll talk about it. That should be a good fight because, you know, the Constitution gives the states a great deal of power over their electoral system. Uh, but the federal government also uh, has a say. And they're trying to use the 14th Amendment against him. Actually, it'll work better in his favor because the 14th Amendment says everybody everybody gets equal treatment under the law. And so that's a federal statute. That's not state level. So that, that should be fun to see. Watch. Yeah. We'll see if that comes back at him. But right now, you're right. He's winning all of them. So. And he's still way ahead of everybody else. Oh, he is the nominee. I don't think there's any real doubt anymore. Nikki really? uh, doesn't have it. 
She doesn't have the oomph behind her, I don't think. No, I don't think so. She'd have to win Iowa and New Hampshire to really take off before the money started flowing in. Well, I, I, I think that she's a good person, and, and I don't think I'd had no problem voting for her, but she certainly doesn't project the kind of uh, strength that Trump does. You know, Well, no, just, not at all. And, and as far as DeSantis goes, he is really a, a, a superb guy and has done a great job and would be a great president. But, I mean, he's, he's like a flat – he's like a piece of wood on the stage. I mean, he's just – the voice and the personality, they are just not – there's no fire in his pit. You know, he, he, he doesn't have that, that uh, same fire that Trump and Nikki Haley have. He doesn't have the Reagan sense of humor. You know what I mean? No, no. And Trump is funny on stage. He is a riot. He is, he's a one-man show. I really enjoyed seeing him. I hear in person he's irresistible. Oh, yeah. He's, apparently he's just very, uh, very uh, pleasant and uh, Makes you feel like you're the most important person in the room and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, so. Clinton could do that. All the greats can do that. All the great communicators can do that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And then, hey, hey, Mr. DeSantis, I'm sorry, Governor. At least not what I've seen. Well, so far, yeah. but we don't know. You never know what's going to happen. We're still, what, a year away from the primary. And he's a young guy still. Oh, yeah. For presidency, he's got, you know, another 20 years, 30 years if he wanted to. Yeah, and I think that he'll probably be back. Yes, so uh, do I. But he needs to get his voice. He needs to see an ENT guy and get his vocal cords stretched <laughs> out a little bit so he has a little deeper, different voice. He's got to learn to relax a little bit. And he needs some acting lessons. You know, he needs somebody to teach him how to present himself on stage because he's, he's all business. Yes. And, you know, people don't like that after a while. They, they, they want you to be personable. They want you to, they want to get to know you. They want to see a quick wit. Yeah. And they want to, and they want to feel like they, they know your personality because you know, everybody thinks they know Trump's personality, whether they like him or they don't like him. They all have this preconceived notion of what he's like and he, he's a showman on stage that's what he is yeah. i mean while stage he's not the same person none of them are or have ever been i don't know i'm i'm betting desantis is much different <laughs> i don't know i think at home he probably is i think he probably has a everybody has a sense of humor but you he, think so yeah i think he's just too uptight about it i think he's so concerned about every word he says yeah, that may be. He may He's be overthinking right. it instead of just being himself. Yep. Meanwhile, in Sub-Saharan Africa, West Africa, guess where the uh, guess where the Muslim terrorists are hiding out? There. In the national parks, amidst <laughs> the elephants and the lions and lions wow. and tigers and bears. Oh my! Well, I watched <laughs> that last night. As a matter of fact, the Wizard of Oz. Uh, there are no tigers in 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 Africa except ones that have been imported. No. They're all in Asia. Really? Yep. They've killed them all. Well, no, they're, they're never, they never were. But there they, were tigers. Where were tigers in uh, Africa? Were there? No. Nope. Never? Nope. They never evolved in Africa. Just lions? Now, Only lions, huh? Yeah, you know, lions and hyenas and, uh, and cheetahs. Jaguars and, and cheetahs. Yeah. No, jaguars are New World. Oh, okay. That They're South and Central America. 
Jaguars are the third largest cat after lions and tigers. Did you know that? I know they're fast. They're big. And they're deadly. Yeah. Well, especially if you're smaller than them. (laughs) (laughs) And now the Chinese housing market continues to crumble. Uh, You know, people paid in advance for apartments and, and condos. Did you know that? I didn't realize they put money down. And I guess that was how the uh, how these uh, developers got enough together. And, and you have to do that with office buildings now. You have to either have cash or you have to have X number of people, you know, 80% of the property sold or the banks don't want to lend you money. You got to have some skin in the game there, huh? Yeah. You got to have some skin in the game. And uh, it's it's really it's really a tough situation for them. I, I don't know what they're going to do. And you got a lot of people that uh, that have uh, a demand for housing, and and they these guys can't finish these projects because they're out of money. Not so good. they're going under. So go live somewhere else. We got enough people in Florida now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the roads are already crowded. So we got three minutes left here, Doc. Three minutes. Well, three minutes. I was I was going to talk about the uh, videos that the Palestinians released of dragging uh, dead dead Israeli women around after they had been raped and shot and have them on the back of a truck with their legs spread open and yelling, uh, God is great, Allah Akbar. Uh, it just, this is too much, really. Yeah, it really is. So in another video, Israeli soldier Nayama Levy is pulled from the back of a Jeep by an armed gunman, her hands bound behind her back and thick blood stains between her legs as Palestinian men jeer at her. Mm. Somebody explain this to me. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. How how you, I don't know how you can support them. I, I don't know how anybody could. How, how can anybody call Islam the, the religion of peace? This, <laughs> oh, it's, a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. It's just ridiculous. You know, this, this religion needs a reformation. It needs a change. And you see all of these Muslim countries that are, that are condemning Israel uh, and, and uh, of course, they treat non-Muslims as second-class citizens in their countries. So, I don't know. and they're not taking a whole lot of Palestinians. No, nope, nobody wants the Palestinians. Everybody's for them, <laughs> but nobody wants them. How does that? I don't know. I don't get that. I, but you know, what can you do? I don't know. I have no idea what to do. But I do know this. I'm going to. Close out the show here. What we got a couple of minutes? We got a minute and a half. We do have a full service clinic. You know that, Ken. I've been there. It's great. Yeah, we've got ultrasound, echocardiogram, x ray, draw labs. We do rapid testing in the office, like for uh, COVID and strep and uh, uh, the kissing disease, all kinds of things we do there. And uh, we do minor surgery, cardiology, general medicine. We see Canadians and visitors. We're just so wonderful. Do all the Canadians in town come to you? I think they do. They better. If not, I'm going to complain to Trudeau. <laughs> Send me your sick. <laughs> Send me your <laughs> your injured. Send me everything. Oh, they don't get any care up there. I mean, they are just, it's just terrible. I got a lady with a, like 80, 90% blockage of one of her neck arteries going to her brain. And she called her doctor and said it'll be months, months, months. before before she can get in to see a vascular specialist. Well, I'm glad you're taking care of her. you got about 25 seconds here, Doc. Give the phone number a couple times. 
We are at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Petersburg, Florida. Come see us. We love you. We need you. We want you. See you next week, Doc. See you next week and and say goodbye, Doc. Say goodbye, Doc. (laughs) Goodbye, Doc. Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Can Care Clinic.